Hey, welcome to the show. I'm Aaron. And I'm James. And welcome to the Dads of Destiny. We were cracking up, so we're just going to hop right into it. We normally start with Destiny Talk, but I want to go ahead and let's go ahead and get into the Kyrie and LeBron James talk for just a quick second. Okay. And we'll loop back around. <laughs> um, I know anything that happens with LeBron James you're excited about. But... I'm not excited about this. <laughs> Because it's all Kyrie's doing. Like, he's trying to recruit LeBron. So, the an idea coming from someone who is a flat earther. I'm wow. I'm not very inclined to want to pursue those thoughts or motivations. Now, is he like a real flat earther or he just is it just a joke for him? I'm not sure. Like, I don't follow every little detail of Kyrie, but I know he's said he believes the earth is flat. Okay. I don't know. He seemed genuine. I feel like, I feel like me and Kyrie are a little bit alike where we will get on that troll level 9,000, except I don't have the platform that he does and would just say a joke and just let it ride, you know, just for however long (laughs) and let everyone speculate and everything else. That's just me. I don't know. You're giving him the benefit of the doubt and I feel like his track record kind of a little shaky? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, are we saying that Jaw is Kyrie 2.0? I'm joking. Let's get into no. the... <laughs> let's get into the... So Destiny 2, quick Destiny 2 talk. Have, have you gotten to play at all? I turned it on okay. and didn't get to play. Gotcha. Just I activated have, the season pass. Okay. Have you done the dungeon yet? Mm-mm. Me either. So we're going to have to hit up the uh, Discord and I know several of them have done it already. Perfect. So you're saying so we can get carried? Walk us through. Yes, yes. <laughs> that's what that's what we need. Thanks, Josh and Ryan. Yeah, <laughs> Sherpas, <laughs> assemble. Um, but I was playing the other day, and I don't know how I feel about the underwater thing. Really? Yeah. I and maybe that's because I went the wrong way on <laughs> one, um, like on one of like the missions or whatever, and I thought it was like a platforming. If we have to platform underwater, I'm upset. Are you swimming or like what's the traversal underwater? Is it, it you kind of like you kind of swim, kind of float, kind of sink? Don't get your double jump, don't get your catapult jump. Oh, you're actually in the water. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. That does not sound fun. And you have to do the the sonic thing where your air or breath yes runs out. Yeah, well, it's the pressure, quote unquote. Your yeah yeah. So I I mean it's. I'm like the the now of course the visuals are awesome really right like Bungie always does great on whoever the their artists are they're incredible mm-hmm. right like it's always super super good but you're kind of like running around in the water to get out of the water to then start a gunfight yeah I've seen a lot of my like the clan that we're in I've seen a lot of um on different games <laughs> during this season mm. there hasn't been a lot of an investment yeah the story is super good it is yeah i'm really enjoying the story um the uh uh do you want spoilers or no i mean it's only like two I, weeks sure i don't follow the that's right story okay at all anyway. gotcha so um supposedly the giant worm mm. or giant snake thing whatever because i know we talked about yeah. it on another episode um, it's actually one of the like OG worm gods oh. before they accepted the darkness. So like so got away. Good, quote unquote. Yeah, bro. Yeah. So, but they don't do like, yeah. So I mean, it's at least that's kind of like what it's hinting to. Um, I'm of course like checking in like with Bife and what they're talking about. Cause mm-hmm. supposedly 
I think the the person is called or the worm is called or the leviathan is what it is. Um, it's called leviathan or it is a leviathan. It is a leviathan. Okay. That was like what it was like referred to. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, and the worms came from like the deeps of fundament, which is where the which is the ocean on like the hives planet. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so you know, it's all super. Super nerdy. Um, I'm here for it though, you know. Same, same. Yeah. So, but it's I'm just still too far gone to right. <laughs> catch up. Yes, uh, it's like it's like when there's like a big break in the season. You know what? You know what the biggest break is is the one that comes up next. Like that next season, the one that goes. Actually, I was going to say the summer season, summer solstice, which is where we're at. I feel mm-hmm. like summer and winter is like the two the dead period. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, Time to get in gaming on other games. Yeah, <laughs> but I still only play Destiny, yeah. right? So like, I'm still and because they're going through the story, so I do like the weapons. They have kind of like that Taken vibe, and a lot of mm-hmm. them are from uh, what was it, Season of the Drifter? They come back like spare rations and everything is back. Okay, um, which I never got those guns because I didn't play during that time. Mm-hmm. So, um. Uh, so yeah, I'm here for it. Like whenever I get the opportunity to play, like I'm ho- trying to hop on. Uh, Deep Stone is going to be the new one coming out, or this, not coming out so, to, to, this week. Yeah, this week. Oh, okay, so we'll farm some red borders. Let's go, I'm baby. That. Uh, I definitely still need that shotgun. I know last time we tried to farm, we put the bat signal up for everyone to hop on, and you didn't get on, and I didn't get on. Yeah. <laughs> I did get on. Or you were on, but you got off shortly. Yes, I was on for like 10 minutes and something came up with a fam. And I was like, I'm on. I'm not. Yeah. (laughs) That dad life just just came into full effect. So we're definitely going to try to hop on and play. Um, The underwater is cool. The the, uh, um, Zivu Arath is is like talking up a storm. So it's. That's the third sister or whatever. Yeah. Of Oryx. Yeah. So there's Oryx. Savathun and then Zivu Wrath. Have we interacted with her in the story or anything like that? Yeah, in Season of the Hunt. So, yeah, that was like her doing. And then also in the last one with Rasputin, she was trying to get, she was trying to make the war happen. So if Rasputin activated all the war satellites or war sats or whatever it was, uh, then it would have, it would have provided enough power where she, they could do a hive ritual and she could bring over like she could basically invade earth mm. um like how she did with tor or torwalt or torwalt wherever the the cabal's or home world is uh, okay yeah so i know bro i'm super nerdy right i got all that lore down you do ah uh, bro i'm 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 here for it that's what keeps me in the game <laughs> that's why I, like i'm unsure after lightfall or sorry not lightfall but after the final shape mm-hmm. how much i'm gonna play like we're just going to switch our name over to the Dads of Destiny, speaking destiny into your kids or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised. I know you're a big fighting game guy. Yeah. Uh, Street Fighter Six just came out. You're not even intrigued by that? I'm super intrigued oh, by okay. it. Yeah, super intrigued by it, but I just haven't haven't played it. I still boot up Marvel vs. Capcom 3, Ultimate Marvel 3, and I'll play that still. Because um, I've never been a big fighting game guy. Yeah. But our talks have kind of gotten me interested in maybe oh. learning about fighting games and kind because of, I never took the time to learn combos or learn the mechanics of how to play a fighting game because there is like a play style it's not just right. button mashing and like I'll learn one combo yeah and I don't 
go past that. So taking the time to maybe learn how to play fighting games. Well, the other thing too that that is good about fighting games now in comparison to what they used to be mm-hmm. is you have mission mode, which takes you through like the basics. Where yeah. it's like, hey, here's how to you know, I don't know if you've played Dragon Ball Fighter Z, which that was actually a really, really good fighting game. The only ones I've really taken the time to play recently have been the Injustice games just because I've enjoyed the story. Okay. And I'll play through the campaign, mm. but not much after that. I'll just throw it on like super easy mode and just beat up the computer just wow. to get the story. Wow. No, I totally get that. So what you do is on the mission, like, so so in that though, what I would do is I would go and like play like one of the two missions. Um, okay. And what it does is, it, or sorry, they call it mission mode. But it's really just teaches you a combo. Okay. And so and it like progresses you through it. And then normally once you get that, you can kind of, because with the stories in Injustice and uh, Mortal Kombat, you end up having um, to fight with like every character. Right. Yeah. And so you kind of get a good, you kind of get a feel for them if you like them or not. Uh, kind of, but just you only play like one fight. So, and if you're just button mashing, you don't really get a feel of the character. Like yeah. you probably know what you're looking for in a character that you like. I have no clue. So I just kind of, okay, just beat this guy. I don't really pay attention to how they play or anything like that. Yeah. So, I mean, cause so in every one you have, like you have, they call them glass cannons. Mm-hmm. And so they're the, they're the characters that do the most damage, but they take the most damage. Yeah. And then you have other ones who are like grapplers. Normally those guys have like the most health. Because mm-hmm. um, they're designed to try and like you know you're gonna get beat up on your way in. Then you have zoners, and those are the ones that sit far back and they just throw fireballs and stuff, mm-hmm. um, projectiles. Well, we'll, well, you know, in Street Fighter, you just call everything fireball. Yeah. Um, and then you have like your rushdown, which are those are the ones who are trying to get at, you know get in front of you and and then uh, and combo like super combo heavy combos are easier to do and they chain further but it requires like a a big opening so each fighting game kind of has its own unique feel right if i understand correctly yeah yeah so what is marvel versus capcom does that kind of follow street fighters style of play yes and no like it does a little bit but it's so street fighter style is it style. the most closely resembling no no so oh, okay. it's it's because uh, i know it's like a three team or a team fighter i don't know right for lack of better word right uh so with like ult like so like marvel 3 and like dragon ball fighter z um when it's three like three on three so normally those games are really hectic like there's a mm-hmm. lot of stuff going on you have um where like street fighter is and, and each one is different they can be combo heavy or they call it poke heavy where you're just trying to like you hit him like three or four times like that's like your big thing mm-hmm. you're trying to just get like a couple of punches in here and there and then if you can put a combo together great so like what's a poke game so like uh what was it? i think it was street fighter four um okay. was, was like more like a poking game where it's like oh okay like you're you're gonna get it's gonna be harder to confirm and, and i confirm is like if you hit them once being able to lock them down for a combo combo. right yeah so it's like okay i got him in hit stun now i can you know so you'll that's yeah so there's all these fighting game terms but ultimate marvel 3 is really random uh because they added some extra like random opportunities and stuff in it where uh street fighter is normally real consistent and that's why street fighter is more popular because i was listening to reviews and they from what they were talking about, they it seemed like they kind of implemented some things to 
to interrupt combos or so. Okay. To make, I br- guess, I assume bring about more of that randomness. Yeah. So like, that's one of the things with like Killer Instinct that was really cool is you had combo breakers. So like, while you're sitting there getting like your butt kicked, if you guessed what combo they were doing, whether it was light, medium, or heavy, uh, then you could break the combo and then start your own. Mm. Um, and that was one of the things that um, MK did is that they, they had a separate meter. So you have like your super meter and then they had like another meter. Yeah, they called it like the drive meter or something yeah. like that. And so and you can basically interrupt the combo. You can like, oh, hey, here's a breaker. And so what that does is that breaks the combo. You can use that. A lot of times people would use that to... You know, your get out of jail free card. Mm-hmm. So some people that would all that would be the only thing they use their meter for, um, depending on the the level of play or whatever it may be. So it's each. So for the most part, Capcom games have their own style. Uh, Nether Realm games, which are all Mortal Kombat, yeah, yeah, which is Injustice and Mortal Kombat, like that. That they definitely have their own style, and it's. Um, I mean, they're similar but different. Mm-hmm. Like everyone has the same fireball, which is down forward or down diagonal, down forward, forward. You know, is the same. It's the same motion. Mm-hmm. It, they're all that, and you know, or backwards. You know, so they call it hurricane kick, and then and then so so they all have the same. Excuse me, input buttons, mm-hmm. but each one, of course, does something different. So, yeah, there's some nerd fighting game talk there for 10 minutes for everybody um but yeah it's so so yeah so uh, so you know you're, you're playing injustice are you trying to i'm not in? playing injustice i'm just oh in, gotcha. i know street fighter just came out and with our talks and everything i've been interested in maybe learning to pick up a, a fighting game or so i i mean i personally enjoy capcom fighters the most that's mm-hmm. that's just me personally because marvel versus capcom 2 is my favorite fighting game of all time okay so that one is like that's what makes Marvel games so good because they call them Marvel Marvel games. Um, okay. When they're talking about fighters, is that like Marvel verse like Marvel two is like the top, and then I mean I personally like UMVC three more than Marvel two maybe because I played it more often, mm-hmm. but how there's just all that randomness that comes into play and. Like there's infinite combos that you can learn where you can just lock somebody down on a corner and just two button them to death you know and then that'd be it they're like i hate you and you're like get good you know i don't know (laughs) something super dumb but that so marvel games are supposed to be like what mvc2 is and what umvc3 was was just crazy randomness a lot like fast paced a lot of Mm -hmm. stuff going on get your combo hyper combo you know kind of the, the all the and then all the visuals that go with that right so and Fighter Z is similar. Very, to that. very similar. Very, very similar. And it's a lot of fun, especially if you like Dragon Ball. It's a mm-hmm. lot. It's a lot, a lot of fun. Just not having enough people to play. Um, and then they they make you pay extra for every character, and they never go on sale. That's mm-hmm. always frustrating. Yeah. But it is a a lot, a lot of fun. A lot of fun. It's very, very similar. Because the thing that makes it really tough is like your assist call. You can call in someone to do an attack, and then even pick them up off the ground i think that's one of the ones that is really tough is or what makes like i would say what makes it so random is that once you knock someone to the ground you can hit them up off the ground 
um, like one or two times in Marvel. Mm-hmm. Whereas in other games, like if they if they hit the ground, you just have to wait for them to get back up. Yeah. So that's what makes it really crazy. You can do damage like when they thought the combo was over. <laughs> like, All right, I'm gonna get back up, and it's you like psych. It. Yeah, so, <laughs> absolutely. This is what happens in real the life. The epitome of beating a man when he's down. One hundred percent. You're not down. Boop, boop. You, <laughs> you are, know? but I'm gonna beat you while you're down there. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Like that would be the thing. Like with um, with uh, with Marvel, it's like, oh, you're down. Uh, here comes a giant fireball. You know. So, yeah. So that's what. That's what it is. Um, yeah, so he's talking from Destiny to... Uh, oh, that's right, because Street Fighter. So, yeah, I, I mean, I would always recommend giving Street Fighter a shot. The new ones when they come out, because there, there is some basics to it, but they're really easy to, to learn, and uh, yeah. and they change a lot of stuff, too. So, a lot of people like them. So, nice, nice. Yeah. And it's on Xbox. Because uh, I know the last one was uh, PlayStation exclusive. Was it? Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that. Street Fighter Five was mm-hmm. oh, hmm. maybe that's why I didn't play it. So that's good to know. Maybe I will like try and download the beta or if they still do. Did you remember Trials? Like whenever they would give you like a, a demo, f- yes, mm-hmm. a demo that would that's probably. I said Trials and instantly I think everybody <laughs> thought Destiny. Yes, yeah. yeah. But dude, I remember being able to play demos like out the wazoo. I know PlayStation with their one of their membership tiers, you can try you can try games before you buy them. Oh, that's cool. Like. You get a uh, two hours, I think, of just free play. Okay, that would be nice. I would like to try that. That would actually work out really well. Is be able to try it and see like, oh, okay, I actually like this. Now mm-hmm. I'll spend the fifty to sixty bucks on it. Um, Move to PlayStation. Yeah, I need to because I'm telling you, dude, it's coming. Destiny, but yeah. I don't think it. Yeah, you'll be done with Destiny by then. I might. That's a <laughs> wild thing. I might. I wonder what they're gonna do to. But PlayStation has all the games anyway. Yeah, they. they hey, it is what it is. The other thing too that I'm that I'm actually curious about with the Destiny is where do the nine come into play? I think they're super mischievous. I think they're trying to. Bazaar has been helping us for years. Ex- oh, that's <laughs> I know, right? That's like the perfect like stab in the back, isn't it? He's gonna give us. Something and it's gonna blow up and kill all the guardians. No, but it it is definitely yeah something like that like where it's like some attack or something. Yeah, you know he's be, been infiltrating us this whole time for sure because maybe they couldn't defeat the witness. But like once the witness is out of the way, now they gain mm. more power. Look at that, bro. Destiny, Bungie, you're you're welcome. I just just wrote for you, just wrote for you. So I don't know. I'm a little skeptical this this whole witness dude. Which okay, by the way, this isn't on here, but we're still since we're still talking destiny. Dude, there have been so many leaks that have come out about like where the witnesses come from, all these cutscenes leaked on the data mining and stuff. I think I because one of the guys in our clan follows that stuff really extensively. And yeah. he they discuss it and I'll see like a little message from the Discord. I won't go in and read it. That's why but, I turned that. That's why I turned that particular channel off, like on the notifications, yeah. because I'm like he like oh, posts like gosh. all the spoilers, like uh, who wins everything. <laughs> wow. I mean, obviously, I'll probably go through it just because I don't follow the story <laughs> and come on the next episode and oh well, the witness is actually he's Cade and that's why he's back and all oh the- <laughs> that would be that, that would actually be kind of cool. That would be kind of cool. Not gonna lie. That would be cool. I know with Cade coming back, dude. I don't get that. I I don't know how he died, but I know they tried to make it um, like some finality to it. Right. Because they, they shot his ghost. Mm-hmm. And then Aldrin came up and shot him. After, because, you know, like with the, the whole 
continuity of the ghost, you know, they're able to just bring them back an infinite number of times mm-hmm. unless your ghost gets destroyed or blown up or whatever it was. And that's what happened. His ghost got shot. Then, then he was killed. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, okay, well you just can't, now you die for real. Yeah. Or f- and then, cause I know he's a robot and people were saying like, oh, we'll just make a new robot or whatever. But they said something about them not being able to do that. Right. That's so, how it works with the, um, with the exos. Like, so, um, super nerdy talk again. So in the lore with the exos, like, do you know what, do you know what the number means behind each of them? The like, like iteration of like, it's the sixth iteration of Cade, right? Like it's the sixth time they got rebooted. Mm. And so, and every time they get rebooted, like they kind of lose a little bit of like their memory. Mm. And so, which is like Banshee 44 is actually the original Clovis Bray. Oh, wow. Yeah. You know that? I didn't know that. You're welcome, bro. So the gunsmith. Yeah. Yeah, so, and that's why he's always like, wait, what am I doing again? You know, like, and so, oh, good to see you, Guardian. But he was the original iteration of Clovis Bray that, the that like, Clovis Bray made on, um, uh, that he made, you know, to, and he just made himself over and over trying to fight off, I think he was trying to fight off the Hive or, or the Vex. And so he just kept making himself mm-hmm. over and over again. And so, and as he did... So they have to go and they have to be like reprogrammed and everything like that. And there's a chance that they lose a little bit of themselves or memory as they continue to get rebooted. So that's so, but in that, like if there's any, like if they, if that body dies, their mind or their data feels like, oh, we died for real. And it just like instantly wipes it out. Mm -hmm. So that's how, yeah. So that's how. So is it, to me, it kind of came off as a desperate plea to get people back. It worked. <laughs> no, but is, does it come off like that to you? Cause, um, I don't know. I feel like if you're killing somebody off and you're trying to make it final, just a few years later, bringing them back is kind of whack. Yeah. But even that, I, so what will upset me is that they're bringing, if they bring Oryx back. Cause I feel like that was such like a, in the lore and then in destiny one, and I didn't even play destiny one, mm-hmm. but just like, from a lore perspective, that was such a massive thing that happened, right? Like getting to defeat Oryx, he's this giant boss that shows up. It's the, this epic raid, right? Like all these mm-hmm. things go into it. You know, not only do you have to defeat him in the story, which is this is what I hope happens with a witness. I hope that you have to defeat him in the story, but then you also have to defeat him in a raid. Yeah. Because I think that's just what makes it so super cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they're talking about like, oh, Oryx is going to come back somehow, some way. And I'm like, oh, blah. <laughs> like how you said, like, oh, we're bringing him back. Now, I think like maybe it's a projection of him or something like that. Whereas like if you go into the um, into the traveler and maybe that's where everyone's consciousness is and that's how they're able to be resurrected over and over again kind of like i guess like a paradise right mm-hmm. where it's like oh but hey like once you're here like and you you no longer have that connection to the light that's it you yeah. know to the you know now you're in this other dimension like that's where everyone goes mm-hmm. i'm i'm here for that i get it like that makes sense to me like your your ghost allows kind of like the what do they call the black panther the yeah the realm where all the ancestors are or whatever. exactly like uh, that uh, cool like that's how it makes it all paracausal 
I got mm-hmm. it. Like, all right, cool. Like, I'm here for it. But then it's like, oh, but once that connection is severed, now you you're can't, gone. Yeah, gone. you can't go back and forth. It's just, hey, we're here in the great beyond. Mm-hmm. I don't know, bro. But I'm with you. I do think that if they bring now, if we if Cade can only if we can go see Cade only in that one, I'm good. Mm-hmm. But if he starts hopping back and forth, like helping us on uh, missions, come on, <laughs> come off it, you yeah. come off it. Yeah, it's it's not. Who was he talking to in the uh, Icora? Icora. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, see, dude, now you got me all riled up. Because I'm like, if they do that, yeah, they spent so much effort on killing him. Yes. <laughs> Making us feel something. Oh my goodness! That just to be like, psych. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, I just hear, I just hear Dave Chappelle in my head. You know, gotcha. You know, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's um, yeah, dude. Speaking of gotcha, I'm gonna flip up our, our script just one. Okay, the new Spider Man. We so got to, good. We got to go watch it together. Took our boys, or took I. You took Judah. I took Eli. And you said it was Judah's first movie. Mm-hmm. He did great. He did. He did really good. And so, um, what did he think of the movie, though? He loved it. I don't know that he understood the plot or anything like that, but he enjoyed getting to hang out and watch a movie. Yeah. Now, speaking of not understanding the plot, I got to talk. We got to talk about how because it was <laughs> it funny. went way over your head. The or what were you gonna say? I was gonna say about the Eli. Bagel? No, not the oh. bagel, but Eli and the plot about. Oh man! So, only spoiler right here. There is a massive cliffhanger. Yes. And I don't feel like that's a spoiler because I feel like most people knew it, about. it. They know it. it's gonna be a three or two parter. Right. Uh, so they know it's gonna be like Infinity War, where it leaves you on a cliffhanger. It's resolved in the next movie. Yes. And it's worse than <laughs> Infinity War in terms of one hundred percent. What was awesome and hilarious. I prefer it to Infinity War as a cliffhanger, too, because in Infinity War, you knew something like that was going to happen. Yeah. So in Spider-Verse, the cliffhanger that they left you on, you don't really have a reference point to know that it's coming or to really know what's going to happen after the fact. Right. So I'm excited to see... I'm excited to see where they go with this... like after this cliffhanger, yeah. Oh, definitely. It's gonna be. It's gonna be really. But Eli was tripping, dude. He was so mad. <laughs> he was so mad. <laughs> there wasn't a post credit scene or anything like yeah. that, dude. And so we, whenever we were walking out, because uh, we were walking out, because I had to use the restroom, and so we were walking out, and then like the music changed on the credits, mm-hmm. and he stopped at the door. And ran all the way back in. <laughs> I was like, gotcha. Yes, dude. Yes. I was probably oh. more mad. <laughs> dude, he was. So it was a great time, but it was so, so funny. And even that, it was so funny that you and I were like, we still text about it. Like, hey, I'm mad like Eli right now. Like, yes. <laughs> finding out. It's a reference point for oh, life now. Dude, finding out like just just the shock on his face because yeah. he looked at me and then he looked at you and it was like, what the hey, dude? Yeah. Because most kids shows or movies, they don't really have 
cliffhangers like that. So right. is this his first real like oh. experiencing a cliffhanger? Yes. Oh yes. Man. And it was like and it, and not only that, it was a good one. It was. Like it was so they did so well leaving you wanting more. Yeah. I'm trying like, to Like I felt like they told a good story and then yeah. okay, we're leaving you with so much left to tell. Where where would have been the climax of the story. Yeah. That's where I felt like right before the climax mm-hmm. of the story and bringing the finality in. Assembling the team. Yes. Oh, man. I'm so excited oh, for man, part dude. three. Yeah. And it's like we have to wait a year, which was just I, a year is fine. I yeah. can do a year. Have you seen Dune? Mm-mm. Dude, Dune does the same thing. Really? Dune is up there when it comes to the um i was trying to read the book first because they say how ex- um confusing dune is it is and the book itself is confusing so <laughs> <laughs> tolkien where you at tolkien yes. <laughs> i need you to come over here and rewrite this for us <laughs> no it's good but it's just so much going on yeah and that's how the that's how the movie feels really um it is but i mean like it was so good though. Like me and my wife were like, "Let's watch it again." Mm-hmm. And now, and you can kind of piece things together. Yeah, the acting's super good. The story's incredible. Like you really feel all the tension and everything that's happening. Because it's like a tentpole sci-fi series, I I believe. Uh, yeah, it's supposed to be like the inspiration for Star Wars. I I think I remember really. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I didn't know it had been around that long. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, it, it's super good. The thing that got me was we watched it. It was great. Really enjoyed the movie. Then I go and look Google, and they're like, uh, we're not sure if we we're even going to make a second one. Really? At the time, because they weren't sure how well it was going to do, because mm. they spent a ton of money. Yeah. Like, they had some, like, heavy hitters in there. Yeah, like, I know it has, I don't know, the Timothy Chalamet or whatever, but uh-huh. he's apparently a big deal. I know Zendaya... Is like the hottest actor right now, right? So, and Batista's in it. Batista right. was in it, yeah. And I then remember they had seeing the trailer and the just, guy from Moon Knight. I can't remember his name, but uh, he's Oscar super Isaac. Good. Yes, yeah, he's in there. I mean, like, they had like a lot of really, really good actors in no and Denzel actresses. or Keanu though, bro. <laughs> Are we gonna get into that right now? We Let's can. do it. Let's go. It's <laughs> awesome. All right. This man said Keanu Reeves is. One, one of, of the three greatest actors of all time. 100%, bro. No, I I hate when people say things like that because I love Keanu. I love Keanu too. But he's not one of the three greatest actors of all time. Bro, he put out some of the best series and best movies ever. Now, he only has one <laughs> line. <laughs> Hang on. He, I mean, he plays like the lost serious guy so well. Like, got to give it up to him. Look, we're not talking about replacements out here, okay? Like, I don't know if you... Have you ever watched that movie, The Replacements? Uh, I think I've turned it on and... Oh, that was that was super funny, dude. It had Gene Hackman, Orlando... Uh, I want to say Orlando Bloom, but that's not the right... Uh, Orlando, Orlando Jones, um, I think is his name. He was really funny way back when. And then uh, just a bunch of, like, really goofy guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I liked it. I thought it was awesome. Um, but that's not like one, but dude, okay, we go through the John Wick series. Not a, amazing. It's, they're entertaining movies, but they're not benchmarks of acting. What? 
blast. There's good fight choreography and amazing, and but there's better skills. It's not just talking, okay? Like you got to be able to act the whole thing through. You got to make me believe that you are John Wick. And when I see Keanu Reeves, I'm like, that's John Wick. Not only is that John Wick, that's Neo. That's Neo and John Wick in the same person. The if other he three was a, Matrix movies exist. If he was a, if <laughs> it's he not was a, just the first Matrix movies. The other three exist. If he was a dad, let me tell you, who would be number you one? Him. Number one on the draft list. <laughs> He's essentially, isn't he? Essentially supposed to be Jesus, or uh, that's what they try to like. Right, an allegory for Jesus. Supposedly, yeah. That that was like I don't know, but then. The, the Wachowski brothers are <laughs> probably not. But at the same time, like supposedly the inspiration for the that first came. one. Right. And it was amazing. It the was first incredible. one is one of the greatest movies of all time. 100%. I wouldn't be mad at With one of the greatest said. actors of all time. Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah, Lawrence I was, Fishburne I was right is that. a he, great he, actor. If, if you would have replaced Keanu Reeves with Lawrence Fishburne, I wouldn't agree, but I wouldn't have been up in arms about like, Okay, I love Keanu, but he's yeah. not one of the greatest actors of all time. Come on, bro. He's not one of the three greatest actors of all time. Now, you need to, now my other my list was was fire, bro. My list Denzel, was fire. Was Denzel. it Tom Hanks? No. Not Oh, no. Daniel Day-Lewis. Daniel Day-Lewis. You, you cannot convince me that Tom Come Hanks on. is not a better actor than Keanu Reeves. Than Daniel Day-Lewis? Oh, sorry. I, thought, no. <laughs> it, I mean, hey, look. Come on now. It's Come, my list. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, this is worse than my MCU list. No, not quite. Not no, a hundred percent. Dude, putting black hundred percent, putting Wakanda forever where you did, and putting Black Panther where you did. No, yes, one hundred percent, bro. A hundred percent. I still get people. Keanu, that, I still get people that text me over that that are like, "Hey," which I know only came out like a week or two yes. ago. But <laughs> <laughs> Make it sound like it's been happening for like forever. Yeah. But yeah, dude, and they're like, "Dude, I can't believe." I can't believe. I was like, I can't either, man. We just need to pray for him. We just need to pray for him. And, I uh, need to pray for you about this <laughs> Keanu Reeves take. Hey, dude, everybody listening, please pray for Aaron. Let, He's hey, got some laughs and judgment. Let me know. Let me know. Okay, so look, like you're gonna say Tom Hanks, all right? So let's put some movies up if there. If we're talking beloved actors of all time, Keanu is probably one of the most beloved actors. But in terms of skill as an actor. He doesn't hold a candle to Tom Hanks. What? No, he doesn't. Don't. What? That Bro. was not a wild statement. Hey, look. Woody can't do nothing to John Wick. That's all I'm saying. Like, We're not talking about fighting ability. It doesn't all boil down to who would win in a fight, Aaron. <laughs> what about negotiation skills? What is Keanu going to do to negotiate with Tom Hanks? Dude. What character are you trying to pull out of your hat? Point Break. Have you ever seen Point Break? Yes, it's Come an on, okay bro. movie. Come on. Cold is classic. he going to surf around Cold Tom classic. Hanks? Nah, man. Bam. Handcuff him. Like, oh, we're good buddies, bro. And then, uh, clap, you're going you're, to jail. If you're using Point Break to on, argue man. that Keanu Reeves is one of the greatest actors of all time. Come on. That's a losing argument. Hey, I'm just saying, you got. You, we're saying it's history. Like, he's got a history of winners, bro. And Tom Hanks doesn't. I didn't say that he didn't. If you're, I'm just saying Tom I'm Hanks saying, would blow Keanu out of the water if you want to compare movies to each other. Uh, I mean, let's go, bro. It's just let's go. The Matrix. Is- the Matrix. He probably has the highest mark with the Matrix, but then that's just for me personally. Gotcha. But there's like ten Tom Hanks movies you could pull out that 
blow out every movie in Keanu's catalog. Which That's you not got Forrest, the Matrix. You got Forrest Gump. Let me pull it up. Right? Forrest Gump. Um, what is another one that he... Oh, Castaway. Right? Was that what it was called? Castaway, yeah. Yeah, so it was called Castaway. So you're going to pull up Tom Hanks. I'm going to pull up... And so y'all, y'all forgive us. Um, hey, so, so side note, because this is a running joke that we have. Uh, Keanu Reeves is actually Canadian. So there's one for you. So it's not the it's not the Canadian thing. It's just I'll say like a random random fact or something. Then you'll correct me on the on the podcast, and I won't stand up for myself. And no. I'll be randomly come across it. No, in, no, no. I, I well because we were talking about the Joe the Joe Naismith or um, the uh, the basketball. Yes, and then there was something else. I don't remember what it was, but I'm crowning myself as the. Trivial Pursuit there Master. You go. Oh, for sure. I do. Hey, you know, and that's actually going to be a segment that we're going to start. I'm going to bring out some of those. Dude, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure? Come on, man. Castaway, Big, Forrest Gump, Saving Private Ryan. Saving Private Ryan was so good. That movie was so good. Tor- all of the Toy Stories. Uh-huh. Oh, did you ever watch Hardball where that was supposed to be like a, a redo of the It was um, good, but it wasn't. Bears? It wasn't Bad News Bears. Bad news Hardball Bears. was... That was Michael B. Jordan's best acting role. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> He's not a good actor either. Marginally better than Keanu. Or Keanu's marginally better than him. Oh, man. I can't wait to see the Discord after this one. Oh, dude. Uh. Catch Me If You Can, oh, Band of so Brothers, good. The Green Mile, You've Got Mail. Green Mile was awesome. Oh, dude, but what about this one, bro? The DC Apollo League. Apollo 13. Bro, DC League Super Pets. Come on, bro. Come come on. Okay, I, I realize you're just trolling. Come at me. So we can move on to the next topic. Come at me. Hey, and that's, <laughs> the, yeah, and that's the thing. Like, Did you see how in there like I put two that are actually legitimately really, really top yes. notch? And I don't. And then Keanu Reeves is like mine because those are some of my favorite movies, like yes. The Matrix, the first. If one. you're saying he's in terms of your favorite, I can 100 percent concede. It's my but list. But if you're saying, okay, objectively, these are the best actors of all time. No, I'm. Yeah, because I mean, I calling think, cap. Right, because I think like Mel Gibson, Russell Crowe, Tom Hanks. To your point, like there's a bunch of guys who were like Leo. Really, I mean, hey, dude, that was one that really got fired up dude like I, i'm with you with leo and they're like do not to marty chat Sh- or no is it um um uh, uh the director scorsese scorsese sorry they're giving a bunch of of props to the uh the directors which i'm like yeah like that's true but leo is a beast of an actor 100 they were trying to say he's not even i can say okay if you believe denzel's better uh-huh. but to say that he's not in the same league as denzel is just weird to me yeah yeah i mean they're definitely in like that upper echelon right so um uh, yeah i mean dude, i'm over here looking at some of these keanu movies and i'm like speed bro come on Ooh. okay yeah Ooh. <laughs> um, all right i digress I'm sorry, but yeah for, but uh yeah i mean daniel day lewis i like, dude i mean what is it there will be blood fantastic i don't know if you've ever seen that one they're so um, boring i i oh, watched bro. those movies when i was like or tried to watch those movies when i was like probably 15 or so the last so maybe i need to return to daniel day lewis yeah but i mean he will make you like feel feel. like yeah absolutely we're like oh my gosh like last of the mohicans lincoln 
um, there will be blood. He doesn't, and he doesn't do like, he's super particular. At least, I, well, I'm going to say this. I'm going to look it up as I say it because it could totally be wrong. But I felt like the movies that he did do were always, he was very, very particular on them. Um, oh, that's right. He was in Gangs of New York, which guess who else is in Gangs of New York? Tom Hanks. Oh, as I say, Leo DiCaprio. But Is Tom yeah. Hanks in it? No, I don't, no, he's not. Okay. Um, but yeah, Phantom Thread. La- yeah, so I mean, he doesn't, he really picks and chooses like what movies he's going to be in. Um, I think the later that he got in his in his career. Because mm-hmm. uh, he's definitely like an, an, an older actor, but his stuff was just in, in my opinion, I mean, some of his stuff is just so, so good. Um, so yes, yeah, so we've got to talk some Spider-Man there. We've got, got a little movie talk in, some, some side notes there. Uh, now let's get back into what we normally talk about, which For is... For the whole podcast. Right, absolutely. <laughs> so uh, Flashpoint, all right? So where are you oh, at? I thought you were jumping into the something the finals no no not Flashpoint yet, not yet. so because i'm looking at the the docket and we jumped all over the place, oh yeah so no I, I just sorry <laughs> i just flipped the two my bad i just okay. flipped the, the spider man in the flashpoint so. so flashpoint i'm on time masters um what had just happened for me who were the people that came to rip's lair um the that tried to take over like the time panel or whatever and then they went to oh, the vanishing yes. point. That's kind of where I'd left off. What was their name? It was the um, the Wave Runners. Are they the wa- Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I have yeah. no clue who those guys are. I didn't either. I had to look it up as we were like as we were reading through it. Mm. I had to keep going like, wait, who is this? Who is that? Oh, you, you know? look up who people are. As, oh, how do you do that? I just Google it. But do they? I don't remember anybody saying any names or anything. Uh, well, one of them said like Wave Runner, and oh, so that was so I was okay. like, okay, who's that? And then it gives like who this person. And one of them's is. like the Black Beetle or something like. I know there's the Blue Beetle. I don't know yeah. who the Black Beetle is. Um, the Black. So I, and I only know this from watching like Young Justice mm. because there was like a whole series of like that the that alien race that that sent out those scarabs, mm-hmm. which apparently I don't know. That's that's another one of those like doesn't make sense to me. If this alien race, what they do is they send out the the, the scarabs mm-hmm. and. They attach to somebody, they become a hero, and they kind of do the whole invincible thing, um, where like, okay, like they become a hero and then to they take, take over, over the world. Absolutely. Mm. But if they can make those things, like, why don't they just give them to their own people and they yeah. run around? But uh, supposedly the reason that they do that is there's some other. I think it was like the uh, yeah, because we're in DC, so it was like the is it the Living Tribunal or the Guardians, whoever the Green Lanterns are. Mm-hmm. They they're trying to make sure that there's that they make it a whole political thing where they're like, oh, we're no, they want us to come take over or whatever mm-hmm. that is, but they're doing their conquest without having to fight the Green Lantern Corps until they get big enough where they. Um, Sorry, we had a lawnmower happen. So if you hear that in the background, we apologize. We'll try to cut that out if we can. But we're, they're trying to navigate not fighting like the Green Lantern Corps until they get stronger than mm-hmm. them. And so that's where the Black Beetle kind of shows up in all that. Okay. Um, and then now it, and then, you know, it shows up in Time Masters and some other w- weird different way. Um, but I do like, I mean, it's, it's really, really cool to me how all that, kind of runs into each other how mm-hmm. you could 
Now, I, I don't want to spoil anything for you because you're not finished with it yet, right? With no. Time Masters? Okay. Dang. Does Eobard have anything to do with this? Uh, yeah, yeah, he does. He does. He does. But, like, and he already knows what it is. And this is where how, uh, I think we talked in the last one, how I think, like, Flashpoint or Vanishing Point was the, the initial thing. And that keeps that universe together. Mm. And then Flashpoint is the one that resets it and sets up, like, a whole different universe. So, because Vanishing Point, I think, I'd have to go back and read and The way I out. interpret it is, Vanishing Point is just the end of time. See, and I, and I think there's that, but it's also where Batman disappears and they're trying to find him. Like, what's his name? Darkseid hits him with his Omega Beans. I thought beans. Batman so, was just... Could be. Rip saw that he was traveling through time. And right. They don't have a reference point to find him, so they're just chaotically moving through time looking for him mm-hmm. and then when he got up to the top of the mountain to try and bring him back to their base or whatever it just projected him to some magical land yeah and did they did it separate the team because i know he was he ended up with the um barbarian guy uh-huh. he reminded me of claw. he-man yeah, yeah claw. that's what they call him because yeah they call him claw because he's got like a weird claw like mm, like a bird claw or something for a mm-hmm. hand yeah and the way that guy was talking and rip when he got there he didn't recognize where they were right and then the wizard that captured them he saw rip's memories and realized like okay you come from somewhere that i'm not familiar with mm-hmm. i've seen this land before i want to get there so he saw like all of time that Rip has seen. Right. And so I feel like it's outside of the DC universe. It, so. And it definitely could have been because they at the, it would, I don't know, it, this is, this is going to get over into it. Another conversation that I'm sure we'll have later is the, the whole, like how powerful somebody is, you know, don't quite get that. Cause did you get to the part where now they're trying to steal an atomic bomb? Have you gotten no. there yet? Okay. Spoiler alert. There you go. <laughs> Then I'll stop right there. Okay. But anyways, yeah. So, because they're looking for like the most powerful event in history. and I feel like Superman could snap and create an atomic I'm bomb. I'm with you. That's, <laughs> that's, that's kind of one of those. I'm like, why not like find... You have point? Superman with you. Uh, you can just make your own atomic bomb. Dude, or even that. Like, or were they trying to get to an event? And see, that was the thing. They're trying to find like the 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 most powerful weapon. And then this guy, Rip Hunter, he is like the time master, time traveler, and goes back and forth and just tries to make sure that the timeline stays in order from... He's like, um, he who remains. Uh, yeah, kind of. Kind of. I mean, he, well, he's also like Booster Gold. So apparently Booster Gold, that was kind of his thing. He would go back and forth and help. I thought he... Well, no, Booster Gold was Booster Gold, he and Booster, or he recruited Booster. You'll see. Okay. It's really good, actually. Yeah, yeah so I, I can't... I like Booster Gold. I've grown to like him. From, I know, right? From the first... From that one in, in the Superman Flashpoint? Mm-hmm. And I then know. this one. It's... I I wasn't familiar with him, but they... Uh, Green Lantern built him up to be just kind of a reality star or whatever. Right. And Rip recruited him and made him have that persona, but he's actually some selfless dude... So I'm sh- curious to see why they have to have him 
put up that facade of who he is. Super good, dude. Oh, you find out? Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm glad. 100%. I'm glad you get a well, Like, it was, then. and I think we talked about, like, I thought it was one of the best. Yeah, you said you didn't know if it was Flashpoint or this was better. Super, super good, dude. Oh, wow. Super good. Um, yeah, and full transparency, I have already finished Flashpoint <laughs> as well. Um, what can those, I say, bro? I'm a na- reader. Those nights... Put in oh, Micah down or one hundred percent, dude. Put my son down. Like we'll put him down at like eight thirty, and this kid, or sorry, seven thirty. This kid won't go to sleep until like nine o'clock. Oh man, bro, it's brutal. That's how Violet was. Like she need you needed to hold her and rock her and. Oh yeah, he's everything. got a whole he's got a whole like thing. But you know what? If he doesn't take his nap during the day, easy peasy, You're easy out at seven, bro. Seven. I wouldn't seven. put him down to to nap, bro. Then. But you know what? They they he gets do grumpy. No, I mean he doesn't get grumpy. You just gotta you just gotta keep him active. Mm. He does get a little grumpy, yeah. Um, he gets real grumpy like seven o'clock. But mm. yeah, I don't know. Parenting, bro, it's hard. It's hard, especially like whenever like they go to a daycare or something, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh no, we nap. We always nap, and I'm like, yeah. yeah. Is there a way to get him to not nap? <laughs> like we need to, I need to be about that life. Yeah. Uh, so Judah, a lot of times will not nap at daycare and just chill. <laughs> that's what, yeah. I, but we, we never have issues putting him down to sleep. Like he doesn't fight it. We just, he fights it, but he just does it. Yeah. Maybe I just need to be heartless again and walk out the room. And just be like, you're fine. Shut the door. <laughs> you know? So take it back to, Take it back to sleep training days, yes. you know. So, um, but yeah, no. So I've definitely gotten, I've definitely gotten through it. I mean, and then, and then if a, and if a story gets me like that, dude, like I'm sitting there reading it all the way through. Like mm-hmm. I'll, you know, after I put him down, I'll be like, oh, you know what? Like I'll, I'll keep reading. Yep, because that's reading. how I like. If I start reading, I will keep reading for a long period of time. But it's just hard to when you're presented with a wealth of things to do, like, oh, I haven't played Destiny in a while. I'm so close to beating Zelda. Like, yeah, it's hard to pick it up. I think that might be the thing right now. Like, you have something Zelda. that creates the opportunity for you to read, mm-hmm. so you do, but it's just... And I haven't been reading with my kids, and that was kind of the oh, that was thing that, that yeah. made me read, like, them asking, but I have like a multitude of things I'm trying to do right now, so I haven't been able to read as mm. much as I'd like to. But. So then I think I'm just going to start like another one while I, while while no, I'll read. I'll, catch, I'll catch back up on okay. Flashpoint. Okay. So because if not, I'm going to start the Darkest Night because I was talking with Manny and Manny was like, "Dude, the Darkest Night was super good." The darkest. Or the Dark Knight Returns? Or? No, no, the Darkest Night. It's a Green Lantern story. Oh, yeah. So gotcha. with, um Brightest Day, I. Th- it's brightest day, darkest night. I don't know which one is first. Oh, okay. I did, oh, so a, there's two of yeah, them. Yeah, it's a oh. continuous a continuation. And it's a John Stewart one, right? I don't know which Green Lantern. John Stewart's is. my favorite. It's John, there's a lot of. I just knew the two: Hal Jordan and Jonathan Stewart. There's apparently another. Yeah. Notorious. Green there's Lantern. another knucklehead one in between. Yeah, two. like a jock guy or yeah, something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. John Stewart has always been my favorite. Like how he was, was the cool. the main one in the Justice League Unlimited cartoon, right? R- right. That's kind of the only Green Lantern I really know. Then, yeah. So I mean, I knew how Jordan, but I know he exists, but I don't really know his the character of him. Mm. I just know. I guess the most I've known about him is Flashpoint and Barry and him kind of talking at the beginning of that. Oh yeah, and how like, Jordan? They're both yeah. cops or. 
Yeah. Well, uh, no. How? Well, well, I don't know. How Jordan he was a pilot. Was, yeah, was a pilot. And so, oh man, I was about to spoil alert and flashpoint, but I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> not gonna do it. Um, yeah, I mean, how Jordan in you know he he's a cocky fighter pilot is what he's supposed to be. Then why did Barry say he was a? I thought I remembered him saying he was a cop, but uh, somehow I knew he was a pilot. Yeah, I don't know. Because Barry's not a cop either. He's a crime scene investigator, investigator. which I mean, yeah. technically he was. He is a cop, right? So, I mean. It, he works for the city. Yeah. You know, he is a police officer. He works in the he's police department. He's a scientist. Department. For sure. For sure. He's not like patrolling, but yeah. I mean, if somebody had to make an arrest, you would expect the guy who has a badge, right? Does he have a badge? I don't... Yeah, I'm pretty sure all CSI have, have badges, mm. and they carry firearms on them. Because, I mean, they got to go into somewhere, and you never know if the perp's like hiding out somewhere in the house that someone overlooked secret compartment or something, bro. Yeah. Could be ready. Bang, bang. You know what I'm saying? So (laughs) (laughs) I'll Uh, take your word for it. (laughs) (laughs) But this is, yeah. So I may hop over in that. Now that I know it's brightest day and darkest night, I was just going to start on the darkest night one. So now, right. I don't know which one's first. Okay. But I have the complete set of both of them. Is it in there? Mm hmm. Praise the name of Jesus. So I'm excited. So I may, I may kind of check it out. Yeah, while we're... I'll send you. I have the reading list too. I can send you if oh, you want to. Let's go. Check yeah, that out. I do because I think after we finish Flashpoint, we need to go to like a Marvel one. Mm-hmm. I think that would be fun. Maybe prepping for Secret Wars. I'm down. Oh, watch out! Because I have a Marvel reading list leading up to that. Okay, but it's very extensive. <laughs> oh Jesus! I don't know about that. <laughs> no, probably. If we just do the main stories and not the tie-ins, because I feel like Marvel's tie-ins, when I've read them, mm-hmm. they haven't contributed as much to the story as I feel Flashpoint does. Okay. So I'd be fine just reading the Marvel stories. It's just kind of like, okay, what's happening with Deadpool here? Oh, yeah. And not nothing really is happening with Deadpool. It's just an excuse for them to sell a book that month. Oh, yeah. I feel like Flashpoint, it all... It, it's relevant, except yes. for the cricket guy. That was it, dumb. No. <laughs> It's relevant. It's relevant. <laughs> what? Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh. Ah. The Canterbury Cricket it's or It's so good, dude. It's so good. That's all I'm saying. That was so... So it's not dumb? It's not dumb. Oh, man. Flashpoint, what are you doing? Because once it happened, I was like, open mouth, insert foot. You know, like, I'm going to have to run this one back. Run it back. Oh, man. I'm going to read everything tonight. Dude, it was so... <laughs> It was so good. It was oh, so good. That's all man. I can say. Are we was, going? To, are you going to go see Flashpoint, dude? It, it comes out next week, doesn't it? Two weeks, I think. So no, not this Friday, but next Friday. I don't think so. I think it's like the sixteenth or something. Is that already? It is next already. Week? Yeah, today's the sixth. Oh wow! I know, bro. Dang. I gotta get my Flashpoint tickets then. I know, man. So we'll actually be out of town, and so okay. Um, Getting ready for uh, um, we have a little little family vacay, you know, going down to the beach. Nice, nice. And then uh, doing some Father's Day stuff. So, which I oh, think I'm just Father's, Father's Day weekend. Then. Yeah, yeah. I know. Nice. Do we get no love, bro? No love. It's okay. My wife though. does a good job. I feel like of one hundred percent. Yeah, my wife does too. At the same time, it's still no love. You know, but <laughs> I feel like I get I get a lot of love. Oh, I'm not saying I don't. I'm, oh, oh yeah. fathers in yeah, one hundred percent in general. Yes, our absolutely. wives are great. Amazing. Y'all suck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your kids and your wife don't love you. Oh, Ours man. love us so much. Yeah, Thanks, man. babe. I, I, yeah, 
Hey, I didn't say it. Okay. Um, uh, no. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah. So it'll be a great time. I really want to see the movie. Um, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I'm. I'm after reading Flashpoint. God, I hope they don't mess it up. I feel like if you're holding it to the standard of the source material, let me tell you guys, Flashpoint is so good. It's. So good. I'm not even too flash actual flashpoint and it's incredible. So good. I'm just telling you there's some dad moves in there that I'm like, let's go, bro. Let's really? go. Oh. Like Barry's dad or just nah, I'm not saying nothing else. It's so good. It's so good. So if this movie comes out, I'm ranting. It's been I'm sorry, I'm sitting up, moving the microphone, I'm ranting. If they mess this up, bro, if they if they Warner Brothers DC this Joker <laughs> I haven't ha- heard anything but good things about it. I don't though. care. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be the judge of that. Yes. <laughs> I will be after reading because I wasn't invested. You're pulling into up to James Gunn, dude. Oh man, man, bro. I'm just saying, like it was after getting into it. And I haven't got into it before until you're like, hey, like let's read this comics. Like let's do Flashpoint. It'll be cool. It hasn't been cool. It's been fantastic. Oh man. It's been so I good. It. I love it. And so now I'm like, okay, if this movie comes out and it's just hot garbage, mm-hmm. or even that, even if it's, if it's just okay, if it's just okay, you know what? It could even be good, but just not do justice. I'm be upset. I feel like that's what Civil War was. It was good, but the comic was incredible, and I watched it. After or I watched it before having read the comic, so I wasn't as disappointed. But if I had watched the movie after having read the comic, I feel like I would have been in the same boat you are. Because I think there's a little bit of grace because they're doing like a they do the whole universe, right? Mm -hmm. Marvel does. Yeah. So the MCU, Marvel Cinematic Universe. So like it's okay. So it's like okay, I get the story. You're 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 compiling it into all this. DC doesn't have that unless I know they've said this. Like there's been rumors that they're gonna use this to start. They that's not a rumor. That's what it is. They're okay. rebooting the Everything. DCU, and this is the start of the new DCU. Don't mess it up, bro. That's all I'm saying. Don't. It's getting a lot of from like non superhero fan people. They're like, oh, I don't. I hate like Stephen King watched it and. He said, I thought superhero movies were ruining cinema, but this is a phenomenal movie. Okay. So. Um, I mean, that guy, that guy writes about clowns in the gutters. <laughs> it is. I love it. <laughs> I love Stephen King. I love scary stuff. Oh, what a poser. That guy. <laughs> I hate scary stuff. I don't like any horror stuff. So, um, Which is, I guess you would never figure that out based upon all the crazy things that like my dad list I wouldn't think that you would be like based off our dad draft <laughs> yeah feel like that would have been switched for us you know yeah which is pretty which is pretty comical you know so but yeah <laughs> I mean, always keep him guessing yeah <laughs> yeah so I, I just hope it's good I hope yeah. it's really really good for um, sure it'll be coming out man but let's talk about Jimmy Jordan let's talk about the buckets bro I I'm I'm sorry, Jimmy. I'm sorry. I I doubted you. Oh, I haven't even watched the finals because <laughs> one, I didn't have cable. We okay. lost we lost the free trial or whatever of 
oh, the, the month YouTube, that we had. Yeah. yeah, gotcha. And I just haven't. I didn't feel like paying eighty bucks to what I thought was going to be a sweep. Oh so, man, you know what? I'm not a lot. Like I mean, I'm paying attention to it. Like I was watching. I'm watching all the games. Game mm-hmm. one happened. Got out of hand. Yeah, I kind of figured it was. You know, it was like, ooh, that's going to be rough. And then right here, out of nowhere, bro, they just let. The Joker dropped forty on them and still won. and stole it. It was awesome. It was awesome, awesome. Love it, dude. So, I mean, how do you think it's gonna go the rest? I of I have the, no idea. And really, I'm, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I'm just all in on rooting for buckets. Like, yeah. if he if he pulls this pulls oh. this off, what does this do for his legacy? I mean, it's 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 is it's it is it better fantastic. than than Dirk's ring? You think? I don't know. I don't like to compare it. Like, is it better than? I I feel Not that, better than, like, not to chastise Dirk. Yeah. But is it more of an accomplishment? I don't know. I mean, it's just, I mean, winning it, at, winning at all is a huge accomplishment. Mm-hmm. Oh, right? for sure. Like, that's, I, I think there's certain things that where it's just like, dude, this guy carried them. I mean, how good is he really? Like, it's just yeah. nuts. I mean, it's just, all I hear is Tobias Harris over me. Tobias Harris? <laughs> I mean, dude, that's because this guy's going in there. If they win it all, I think they'll be the first one to ever win as an eight seed. Anything first, lower than a six has, or is it a four? I can't they were remember. already the first play-in team to win a round in the playoffs. Dude, and well, did they come in at the legitimate eight, though, or they came in at the at like a nine or ten? Uh, I think they were the legitimate eight. Okay, that's what I thought, too. Because so, I don't think you lose your seeding. Once you make it past the play-in, right? But it, it's but if you if you win the play-in, you come in at like that. You become you come in at that seven or that eight seed. I thought they still denoted you as whatever seed you were. I, I don't. I, I it could be. I, I could be wrong. But it's still one of those like they they still legitimately deserve to be there because the play-in is to me is fun. It's a yeah. money grab. You know, like oh hey, and I think it helps those who are the teams are like right there tied, mm-hmm. but. Not the, um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I get it. It's fun, but I think it's more of a money grab. And it's yeah. great to just go like, you have one game. Mm-hmm. That's how you, I mean, which is great. The playing's like, fun. I love, yeah, absolutely. Like, What is the, I know they're bringing in a midseason tournament. That sounds so dumb to me. It doesn't make any sense to me. Like, what stakes can you have for a tournament that's in the middle of the season? Right. Like, let's, I mean, it, the, the NBA season to me is already pretty long. Yeah. Um. So to have something like that, like, I don't know. I don't know. And you're competing with, I don't know. I feel like I feel like the sports in, in the U.S. are in a really good rhythm. Mm-hmm. Just me. Maybe yeah. I'm getting older. I don't know. But I feel like they're in a good rhythm. Like, for sure. I want, uh, are you saying for sure I'm getting older? No, I'm, no, I'm saying it's in a good <laughs> yeah. rhythm. Yeah, I'm just trolling. I'm getting old. We're, 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 we're getting we're, older. <laughs> um, but it's definitely like, I feel like it's, I feel like it's in a good rhythm, like, you know, um, I think this is like the lull after this July, mm-hmm. August. You know, the um, baseball season. Yeah, but Ugh. it's fun to go to a game, and my Rangers are doing really good. So it's kind of, I'm intrigued right now. Um, and but but you have, you know, there's that lull. Maybe if you did like, you'd have to do something there, right? Yeah. Um, but but it's mid season, so I don't. I just right. don't. What can you put on the line to make it enticing to 
And and when is midseason? Would that be? It wouldn't be. I think December? that's like All Star break time. Ah, uh, yeah. So that's why it's super weird. Like I like watching the All Star break and like it just being chill and funny yeah. and kind of entertaining, you know. And then, or like I'm watching college basketball, mm-hmm. or y'all are gonna put it on some. You know, you're obviously gonna do it right after the Super Bowl, so you're trying to bring more eyes to it. I don't know. I'm not for it. Yeah. Like, especially because the, the NBA drama is so good right now. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, we're getting in a new place where stars are aging out. You have younger stars coming in. You know, the landscape is constantly changing. Wimby's coming, you know, to the Spurs. That could bring them back. Dallas is trying to figure it out, um, like, how they're going to be a contender. Like, they should have been in the playoffs, but they're yeah. trying to figure out how are they going to be a contender you know, Kyrie's yeah. gonna make them into a lottery team. Oh, dude! <laughs> into again. perpetuity. I don't know. I don't know why he thinks he deserves to be the constructor of teams. Like he talks like he is. because I, I like he had the same rhetoric with um, Brooklyn last year. He was like, oh, yeah, me and the owners, we're going to sit down, see what we need to do about the roster and everything like that. And Bro, this guy's going to, you're going to try to get up there and talk Mark Cuban into doing something. I'm sure, like, if Luca had done it or said, like, oh, yeah, let's get LeBron here, I yes. would have been all in. Oh, but man. Because, just because Kyrie is the person that had the idea to do it. I just it, had to bring up the Mavericks, right? I just had yes. to. I, I just unintentionally. <laughs> I, was I just, thought it was a segue. <laughs> it wasn't, bro. It, it wasn't. But I love, like, cause we talked about it a little bit at the beginning of the show, and you're just like, right, like, you know what? I'm glad you brought it up. Yes. Like, yeah. It's just, he's put such a bad taste in my mouth in terms of. Wanting my fandom to be associated with him at all. <laughs> it's just nothing but heartbreak these last few years for anybody that's been a fan of anything Kyrie touches. Man, I mean, it's so because let's see, he went from the Cavs so many, to the Celtics. So many things that he's done on paper should have worked. Like, like what? so many moves that he's made, Celtics. Um, Which the Celtics was? I thought, I felt like the Celtics was working. It just didn't get, just didn't have enough time. But he doesn't allow for things to build and have the time to grow into something. Yeah. But like the Celtics, Brooklyn, and now the Brooklyn, Mavericks. Brooklyn was a mess. But it it should have worked with him, James Harden, and uh, KD, KD and Ben Simmons. But Ben Simmons was not. <laughs> uh, not. You, we were having a real conversation, and then you we brought were, in a clown I, character. I, I, I get the hell of it. I was just like, uh, bad joke right here. Like, <laughs> let's throw that one in. But, like, James Hart, like, he just refused to get the vaccine or whatever, and the stance he was taking on that, just what he was saying didn't really hold much weight to it. Like, the stance he was trying to make. And James Harden just got frustrated and left. Yeah. He blew that whole situation up. Just, I don't trust him to be a part of winning basketball. And I, and I definitely see that because, like, whenever it came to, um, who was it? Oh, yeah, when it came to the Mavericks. Like, I thought for sure they were contenders. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, we're going to the Western Conference Finals. Should have been, you know, Nuggets against the, uh, nuggets against the Mavericks. Mm-hmm. Um like Lakers shouldn't have been anywhere remotely close to that situation 
should have got bounced second round. But the Mavs couldn't even make it in. Yeah. And they certainly should have figured out a way to get in. Yeah. Somehow, some way. Should have figured it out. Should have been in there. But but didn't you say that they would have lost their pick or something? Had they... They would have. But at the same time, though, like, I, I, they would have lost their pick. I mean, but I, I'm talking about they should have got in at like a like a anywhere from like a one to three seed. A one seed? A one, two, a three. Like somewhere oh. around there. Yeah, I'll do because they were Before in like, Kyrie, they were like the three seed. I know, that's what I'm saying. So like that's where they should like and then adding Kyrie to that, they should have been yeah. like somewhere in that area. Like I, oh, I get dude. what you're saying now. I thought you were saying they tanked to get out because oh. at the end of the season they just sat. Yes. So I thought you were saying at that point they should have played to try and get in. No, no, no. I mean I still think I mean, even if they even if they did play to try to get in, like I don't know. I think they they should have, but I get it. Like at that point, your team is not what you think it is. Yeah. Where you thought it was going to be, like all those things but would come. Kyrie actively made them worse. Adding Kyrie actively made yes, them worse. which shouldn't have happened. Like for the, sure, you know, you're adding, uh, you know, a top ten point guard possibly of all time. Yeah. And go, okay. Oh, let me say this: a top ten point guard in skill level. He's. To me, he's the best finishing guard of all time, and he probably has the best handle. If not, one, you could argue he has the best handle. I think that's the strongest case, is the best handle. He's a great finisher. Yeah. He's clutch. But he's only been clutch one time, though. He's... One, oh, I said one year. One year he was super clutch. He's a good closer. I feel like he is. He is. But I mean, but like I mean, I think I think of course he's going to get a ton of credit for beating when the Warriors. It, yeah, like would, rightfully so. They came back from a three-one. Mm-hmm. Was it three-one or yeah, it was three-one. Yeah, so came back from a three-one. Um, you know, and, and there's all this stipulation, but on on how or, or whatever it is, but it still remains the fact like they came back from three-one mm-hmm. against. What would have been the greatest team of all time? Yep, exactly. You know, um, I mean, was it seventy three and nine? Seven, yeah. And then just didn't finish it off in the finals. Is that worse than the Patriots not capitalizing? No, no, no. Because I feel like theirs is so much more difficult. The Patriots, mm. like that would never, like that would have never been broken. Yeah, like seventeen and zero, and then. Tom Brady's whole career is just stupid. Oh, absolutely. Like, to have more rings than any single franchise as an individual is crazy. I mean, but he also took, I mean, he took pay cuts. He got endorsement yeah. deals to, to make those up. Like, he did a lot of things that was like, hey. Patrick Mahomes is, I feel like, trying to gear up for that, though. So, oh. I don't know how unbreakable it is. Because he's more talented. And if right. he's willing to take the pay cuts that Brady was. Or if he just sits at where he's at, right? Like. Then that yeah. that frees up the the space, mm-hmm. but I mean, who knows? Like, I mean, that's a great thing about about the NFL is you're going to see that transition happen because that happens about every three to five years. You're losing really high level players, um, whether it be running back like Travis Kelsey only has a couple of years left, and but he's going to retire. That's not going to be losing him to right. But but that's what I'm saying. Like, whereas in the NBA, like you could keep a team like. Like you can keep teams together for longer periods of yeah. time because you're not as dependent on so many players. You can keep you only really de- rely on two guys. Yeah, and you just build around them. Exactly. 
Exactly. You know, and for like the Warriors, that was Steph and Clay. Mm-hmm. And then they add Draymond, like they were building around that. And then, of course, it gets out of hand back and forth. But still, whereas like in the NFL, it's like, okay, are we building around offense or defense? Now, yeah, you can build around a quarterback, but still isn't going to win everything for you. Um, you have a better chance, yeah. I don't know. If Patrick Mahomes, if that you might be enough to <laughs> get you there. <laughs> I, I don't think win it. But uh, that dude is ridiculous. I mean, I well, well, I guess, I guess to your point, Peyton Manning did it right, but it took yeah. him forever, right? There was a lot of he got a lot of slack. I mean, and then he finally won one with the Colts after. But he's better than Peyton. Yeah, like, for sure. Well, I mean, I, I, I mean, he's. I think he's getting there, right? Like, no, he's he's better than Peyton to me. Okay, he's because Peyton, Peyton was so good though. He was, but it took him longer to win. Even one, for sure. But he didn't have. I mean, that was the thing, though. Is like the the like it was. He had Tony Dungy, Marvin Harrison, Edgar. He had weapons, like yeah. But he didn't have a defense, though. They were their defense was always subpar. Patrick Mahomes has never really had that elite defense. He has had elite, but they've been good, though. They've been serviceable. Ah, that would say good. I mean, dude, the Colts, like, they would have to just outscore everybody. The Colts had some stud. They had uh, Bob Sanders, I think his name. Dwight Freeney was one of the greatest defensive linemen of all time. Uh They had some studs on the defensive side as well. Yeah, but that was over, like, the whole time Dwight Freeney was there pretty much as – and then they had – they had a pretty decent defense. They just – I remember when him and Peyton – or when him and Tom would – Meet up. Peyton would a lot of times choke in the playoffs. Yeah, he did have he did have moments. He, he certainly had. I mean, there were times he got bounced first round. Yeah, because they would always have like the best record in the league. Yeah, but they just wouldn't perform in the playoffs. Yeah, and that's always a tough thing, like super tough because you get in there and you're like, oh, you yeah. Know, they they were Patrick doesn't have that problem. Man, dude. I mean, he does. It's like, the Arrowhead uh, Invitational for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, th- and I'm and I'm a huge Patrick Mahomes fan. Mm-hmm. You know, guns up, bro. He's Texas Tech guy, and so I've been following him forever. Mm-hmm. So I would love for him to be the greatest quarterback of all time. Yeah, like that would be awesome. Um, I mean, I think he's on track for it. Oh yeah, I, I mean, I agree with you. I think it is just tough though, because like Kelsey's such a big part of that. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how much longer. Now that that being said, even with Tom Brady, like Tom Brady had some, he had some killers, or he had Gronk, who yeah. was just a get out of jail free card, mm-hmm. right? Just how how Kelsey can be, yeah. But I, I think know. people forget how good Gronk was. <laughs> Insane, insane, because he could block too, yeah. And so Kelsey can block, but I feel like Kelsey's a you better. couldn't guard Gronk. He was comparable in terms of a receiver to Kelsey. Yes. But he also was the greatest blocking tight end of all time as well. Dude. <laughs> He's just, if you made a perfect tight end, you couldn't make something greater than Gronk, I don't right. think. Because I think he's, I think, I think Kelsey's 6'5". I could be wrong, but I think Gronk is like 6'7". But he's way heavier too. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas Kelsey is definitely like super athlete. Mm-hmm. Gronk is just... I'm bigger than you. Yeah. I built for it. Yeah. Like, like you said, you can, like, he's what you go in, like, whenever you started Madden and you're like, oh, this kid is coming out of this college (laughs) and he just, he's going to go undrafted and I'm going to sign him to my team. Yeah. Yeah. That was what you did in Madden and you put him on your team and just jump balls. 
That was it, dude. Because you, he's too big for a corner to guard him. Yeah, and he's too athletic for a linebacker to guard him. He's just a cheat code. Yeah, so you'd have to put a safety on him, and you would have to have a safety who's like. And then when it was him and Aaron Hernandez, that was a short stint, but that was an insane combo, dude. Because they just—I mean—they would just show up and put eight guys on the line at Mm. all times, and you're like, "What's going on?" It's like it's a pass play. I, it doesn't look like it, but we're going to pass the ball, and I'm going to tell you this right now. You absolutely. can try to stop us, but you're not going to. Uh, yeah, absolutely, because we're going to run play action, and after I told you it was going to be a pass, you are still going to try to hit this score, or you're going to try to hit this running back. Yeah. And it was insane. They yeah. were so, so good. And Aaron had to go and mess it up. Oh, man. That show's wild, too. <laughs> Yeah, that, that the um, we're talking about the Netflix. Sorry, it's a little little throw in there, but yeah, the Netflix one on Aaron Hernandez is wild, yeah. wild. But yeah, so back to the NBA Finals. Um, we're obviously excited about football season, um, dude. Have you heard all the good news about the um, Colts quarterback? How good he's doing? I'm sorry, Man. I couldn't. I just. Low blow. That was my fault. That was on I'm just me. sitting in silence, just depressed. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry, bro. They said Will Levis looks okay. Yeah. Yeah. Serviceable. <laughs> Maybe. Ryan Tannehill 2.0. Oh, man. Woohoo. Tannehill was a beast, though, dude. He wasn't. He was okay. <laughs> he was cool. He was better than Mariota. The way you said that. He wasn't, though. He wasn't. Uh, he was good, though. Him and A.J. Brown, he made, A.J. Brown made him look good. Okay. And then A.J. Brown left, and you realize he's not good. Oof. But they said Traylon Burks and him are looking like they have got something special, so maybe it's A.J. Brown 2.0 and can resurgence uh, Tannehill's career. Okay. Get him paid somewhere, and bye-bye. We don't have to pay you $40 million a year anymore. Ooh, is that how much it is? Yeah. Ouch. I think he's the third highest paid quarterback in the league right now. Whoa. Yeah. What's his agent's name, man? I need to get that guy's phone number. <laughs> for real. Like, hey, can you just like come negotiate like a He's car never done anything that warrants being the third highest paid quarterback no, in the league. For ever. sure. For sure, for sure. Especially when we're paying Ryan or Derrick Henry all that money too. Yeah. You can't win with that. Oh man, that's tough. Yeah. That is really, really tough. I mean, hey, dude, look, the Texans are probably still going to be bad, so you still have that. And y'all gave up y'all's first round pick next year, and y'all are probably going to get the first pick overall. So that's... I don't think it's. Gonna, I don't think we're going to be that bad. Either first or second, y'all are. The Cardinals are just set up for set up really well. Yeah, they're probably because Kyler's hurt. They're probably going to get the first or second pick. Okay, they've got the Texans' first pick. Yeah, I think maybe the second as well. I, I think. Let's do. You know what? This isn't even on here. What do you? And I'm sure we'll do it again when we get closer to football season. Because I'm mm-hmm. super excited for football season already. You're a Titans fan. I'll say I'm a Texans fan, just because, mm-hmm. j- just for the fun of it. What do you think the Titans' record is going to be next year? <sighs> Seven and ten. Okay. I don't. Know. I'd. I'd have to probably look at a a schedule to yeah. see. Okay. Beat lose, beat lose, beat lose. But I think Texans go five and thirteen. Five and thirteen. Yeah, that you added an extra game in there. It's a seventeen game season. Is it seventeen? I thought mm-hmm. I thought it's eighteen next year. They bumped it up to seventeen last year. Oh, okay. Sorry. Side note on that. They so four and thirteen. So I was initially thinking four and thirteen. Okay. But I don't know why I thought there was eighteen. So 
No, they it, it, it used to be sixteen weeks. Gotcha. But uh, yeah, it's eighteen weeks because of the bye. But uh, what's his name? The Chargers quarterback, Herbert. Justin Herbert. So the his second year in the league is when they made the bump up to seventeen games, and they. It was a big stink about, oh, he has the most yards in two years of any quarterback ever. I know. Is that and trash? he played an extra game. Like, that's so weak to me. To See, and that was how I feel. Getting back over to the NBA, that, that's how I feel with the play-in, right? Because mm. it's like, oh, hey, well, like, you know, oh, they'll be the first play-in team. Like, yeah. Just call them it's the been two years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Now, if they were the, the first actually, team in two years to do this. Right. Now, if it was now, if they were like the actual, because I think they're the actual eight seed. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm I'm all in. It's the equivalent of what the eight seed would be either way, right? Right, right. So that's what I was like. Just call them the eight seed. Yeah, but it's because you still have an eight seed. But it, how many extra teams does the play in add? Two, two. Well, so in each in each conference, it adds two. So it will. It so doesn't add, it, but it. So it's weird because it's the, it it's the bottom. Took four the teams. place of what the, the eighth seed was. Well, no. So seven, seven, eight, nine, and ten play each other to get into the seventh and eighth seed. Mm-hmm. That's how that play in tournament works. Okay. But it was supposed to be there for, and this is what I would like. I would like if the play in tournament is special only for if there's a tie mm. like if if the records are tied like yeah play in tournament let's go i like it as it is if there's not a tie no play in yeah no play in why it's fun it's fun yeah for sure it's fun like you're getting like it because and and then the reason why i i i'm not for that if they're if the records aren't tied mm-hmm. is it defeats the purpose of the regular season for those teams. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, hey, okay, cool. Like, now I got to play you, but now I got to play you, like, while this guy's hurt. Mm. You know? Or, hey, I got to play you after we just, like, busted our tail to be here. And then, you know, and then, like, you know, I mean, it, it's just one of those, like, hey, like, we had the better record. And, like, even even we beat you all season long. Like, we hold the tiebreaker, mm-hmm. you know? Um Still, like, if the records are tied, cool. Like, then let them play each other. But if they're not, no, nah, I don't want to see like some ten seed get super lucky and beat a seven seed. Yeah. Like, but then you that team might be good, and then you get the but Jimmy Butler story. But that, it, but it wasn't that they would have been the eighth seed anyways. Yeah. So it just put Jimmy Butler and them at risk to not making it. Now, of course, we're talking. Is about Hero going to come back? I have no idea. I have no idea. I don't, dude. I don't even know if I would want that guy to come back though. <laughs> on the run that they're on, bro. Some of that is just like, yo, look, stay over there with your goofy bucket hat and <laughs> keep looking homeless. All right, because yeah. we out here murdered this. Like, keep looking like a twelve-year-old skater who hasn't hit puberty yet, and we're gonna win you a national, or we're gonna win you a world championship. Man, I want him to win so bad. I know, dude. I just don't care about the Joker at all. The man. Like, he's good, cool, but I want an American-born player to be the face of the league. <laughs> we need to reassert our dominance Do you feel like Joker is the face of the league? Not the face of the league, but just oh, the international ta- players are just taking over. Gotcha. Ah. Giannis. Giannis, yeah. Joker, Luka, Embiid. Yeah. Like, they're taking over all the best players. I mean, I still feel like Steph Curry and Kevin Durant are in there 
more prominence. But they're not the the youthful faces of the league. Like the next generation after the Stephs, Katie's, LeBrons are all gone. Okay. Like all the top talent is foreign guys. What about Kyrie? I'm <laughs> Go back 15 minutes if you yeah. want to know how I feel about Kyrie. Yeah. No, I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh I mean Jason Tatum is at home. Yeah. Getting beat by Jimmy Butler. True. Uh like it's just not the the future of the league is not in our hands in terms of players from here. Yeah. I'm trying to think who else. Um Ja. <laughs> oh, bro. I think that was the one, right? He would have been. Yeah. He I think he he was. Yeah. That guy. I mean, just to throw that away. Bro. The he would have probably been the face of the league. Oh, easily. Like and he's so entertaining. Yeah. He's so aggressive. He has a good shot, makes great decisions on the court, jumps, has the audacity, has the the boldness, I right. guess I would say, to to go up with LeBron. <laughs> For sure. I mean, he's always trying to make a play, yeah. like, do something special. Which, he's trying to embarrass anybody on the court, right. and he doesn't care who you are. Yeah, and then he's trying to embarrass himself off the court. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he's doing to himself what he does to other people on the Dude, court. Dude, oh my gosh, man. I mean, that... Ah, makes me sad, bro. Because I think he's. I mean, did we discuss be... this? On, would you rather have him or Zion? I mean, I think I would rather have Jaw because at least he plays. Is he gonna play? I Can mean, he... he's played more than Zion has. But over the next, I guess who over the next two years, who do you think plays more, him or uh, Zion? Uh, yeah, I would still give it to Jaw. You think so? I do. Because he said. Zion said he's back, but he's not mentally back. Yeah, give me Jaw then. Give me Jaw. And Jaw's then, like, not there in, in any capacity, though. No, he's not. But I would take, okay, someone that isn't confident that you know can do it in the, on that level in the NBA as uh-huh. opposed to someone that, okay, he's a liability for way more serious reasons. Right. I think, though, so, I mean, I don't know, but I also grew up in the time where, like, everyone was super concerned about AI and Stefan Marbury, um, Rashid Wallace. But so, I don't like, think anything can, that any of those guys did was as dumb as what Ja did. No, but some of it was, like, I mean, I think Rashid Wallace got busted a couple times with a gun, but it wasn't, like, he wasn't flaunting it. Like He wasn't putting himself in the position to wave it around like he wasn't bringing that intention right. to himself that's so dumb oh for sure i mean <laughs> i can't I, comprehend that the decisions that were made yes. over those two months i mean i, I just I'm, I'm looking at that and i'm like what kind of pressure do you have that you like like where is that peer pressure coming where you think that you have to be that guy yeah like when you have everything yeah like you're with two, three years in the league, something like that. Mm-hmm. And did he sign? I mean, he's uh, he's on a different contract now too, right? He's on like yeah, a, he just signed like a two hundred million dollar yeah, contract. Uh, <laughs> just became one. Of, Nike has four signature athletes, I right. think, at a time. He became one of them after Kyrie got dropped, dude. And what a pickup by them initially, yeah. right? Like, oh, hey, we got this guy. Just Kyrie, because he's Bruh. he's more desirable than Kyrie. Yeah. Like, he would have been. Would you rather... Would, what do they do? Who do they give that to now? Like, you can't keep him on. Can uh, you? I don't know, man. I don't know. 
I mean, Nike does some questionable things. So but they dropped Kyrie with the quickness with his anti-Semitic stuff. Yeah, but that's because, like, I mean, you know, it's pretty easy to find stuff about the Holocaust. Yeah. So, you know, that's all. Any anti anti-Semitism is going to be nipped up re- really quick, rightfully yeah. so. Um, but they kept them all throughout, you know, his but, flat earth stuff. But that's not, that's just dumb. Right. That's not like, okay, this person is a liability. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, that's going to be the thing. I, I don't, like, I, I'm, every time we talk about it, I'm like, dude, I don't understand John Morant. But I do want to see more memes about it, though. Yeah. Like, all the time. Like, <laughs> just, there, have been some, there have been some great ones, you know. Who would you put as the, if you were Nike, who would you pick up as the signature athlete oh, so they already have jason tatum right i don't think so i think they do no he's not a, they might have him but or maybe he's not it's a jordan signature i always athlete. get mixed up so the athletes are katie lebron um and Giannis, okay. and jaw but jaw's probably not going to be gotcha oh that's right because so like luca's with jordan luca's a jordan athlete. yeah yeah so because uh, nike owns jordan still mm-hmm. and it's not like its own subset it's just like they're so big and they own so much of this, so I always get mixed up because I think Jason Tatum is with Jordan because mm-hmm. um, I know he is definitely picked up as as someone. But I think um, the Nike, to me, one of the Nike signature athletes is a higher tier than Jordan. To me, I know LeBron was trying to get Luka to become a Nike athlete, or I think he was trying to get him to be his his first athlete. Could be, yeah. Because, I mean, that's the thing. Like, you get your own shoe, mm-hmm. right? Like, whereas, like, it's a Nike Kyrie yeah, Sixes. Not a Luka Jordan 1 or something right, like yeah, that. Right, yeah, Luka Jordan 1, yeah. you know, like... Uh, I uh, guess that distinction of, okay, it's a LeBron shoe as opposed to a, jo- a Luka Jordan shoe. Right. Cause like, to me, is a higher honor. Well, well, Russell Westbrook was with Jordan, mm-hmm. and he had the, like, the, they called them the Jordan Why Nots. But they were... Westbrook's shoes, yeah. you know. So, um, I'm trying to think. Let me see if we go around. I mean, you know, of course, it has to be Joker, doesn't it? I don't know. Maybe if he wins this year or Jimmy. Oh yeah, that, well, Jimmy. I would with, get a. I would get a Jimmy shoe. I think Jimmy's already with Jordan, though. He is. I think so, mm. but I could be wrong. With his daddy. Uh, watch out, bro. <laughs> um, I don't know. The Jordan one juniors. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I think that, oh no, he's already with, I was going to say, um, uh, who is it? Mellow ball. Who he's he not could, that t- caliber of player. No, no. Well, he looked like it, his rookie season, but his, his sophomore season, of course he got hurt and, um, then they weren't very good. Um, but his, the all NBA teams, I mean, but his dude, his shoe though, with, uh, Puma, his first ones were fire though. Oh, ball. Yeah. So the first team all NBA this year, Giannis, Luca, Embiid, is it Shea or shy? I don't know. I love him. He's so much fun to watch, but even that team is four guys are foreign players and Tatum is the last guy. So none of those guys, I don't think. Maybe Embiid? Would you give Embiid a shoe? Big man, I don't feel like sell shoes. Yeah. Um. And then second team is Jason Brown, Jimmy Butler, Stephen Curry, Jokic, and Donovan Mitchell. Mm. There's not really that young guy that's waiting in the wind. 
right? I mean, yeah, so Jason Tatum's, I mean, I'm looking at his shoes right now. They're actually super dope. But um, they're not. They're, they're Jordan. They're, they're Jordan Tatum's. So that's what it's called, the Jordan Tatum 1. The Jordan Tatum 1? Yeah. So, whereas with Nike. I would just rather have Kyrie. my own shoe. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it is their own shoe, but it it's It is, just, but Jordan, that shadow is too wide to really look at it or be in the minds of people as your shoe. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like, oh, because you show up, like, they're still Jordans. Yeah. Which, I mean, I guess is cool, right? Depending on 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 whatever you, you like. I mean, dude, mm-hmm. obviously... I, that shoe deal is better than no shoe deal. Oh, for sure. You know, so, um, yeah, man, I'm trying to think. I can't think of anybody who is just like, maybe Devin Booker. Um, That's a good one. But yeah. Especially after this playoff run, he would went bananas. Uh-huh. Um, He's a big, big, big Kobe guy. Yeah. Oh, so for sure. That's probably, that's probably who it'll end up being. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anybody else. I can't think of anybody else offhand. Um, that would just be like, oh man, but I, uh, so back to the, so finals pick right here. Let's Mm -hmm. go. I mean, I want, this would be my ideal world is that heat win it in seven with Mm -hmm. Jimmy Butler being the hero MVP. I would love that. Drops 35, seven and eight. Give him a 50 piece. In the game seven. That's what he, he he dropped in, uh, Game seven of, or was it game six against the Bucks? Oh, yeah, it was something. Something special, He showed yeah. up and did it against Giannis. Why can't he do it against Joker? Oh, right. yeah. I'm 100%. back in. Yeah. <laughs> I'm back in. <laughs> I mean, it's it it, it it'll it would definitely be definitely be fantastic to see that. Do you I, think which... Uh-huh. So, because he faced him in the first round, I don't think... It doesn't get near the credit. But it's a huge accomplishment, I think, for him to have beaten Giannis. One hundred percent. Do you think well, it's more because he? I mean, but obviously Giannis was hurt too. Mm-hmm. So, but he he, he was there. back for the last I, few games. I think just they won. swept him, right? They did sweep him. Dang. Um, I think, or was it no, four to back, one? I think he only missed one game. No, I thought he missed. I thought he missed three games, or it was like he played like one and a half games. Giannis. No, did. I think he. I know he was back for. I think he only missed one. Okay. We'd have to go back and look, but it was because if I remember correctly, I thought he was out at least two games, and which is and if they got swept, it's amazing how much we just like the NBA can just be so active that we forget what it was like, and that was just like a month ago. But Jimmy Butler has just played absolute lights out uh, during the whole finals run because then the next one was. Who do they play after the Bucks? The Knicks. The Knicks. That's right, and that was a good one as well. That was easy work, though. It was. It was. So Giannis was out two games, and it was a four-one gentleman sweep. Okay, four-one. Yeah, yeah. But he went out the first game, halfway through the first game, I believe. Mm-hmm. So he actually played one and a half game. No, no, two and a half games then, because he said it was a gentleman sweep, so he lost two games. Or he was out for two of those games. Yeah, so he missed two games. So okay. he played in the last three. So that's still impressive to have beaten Giannis. And I feel like Giannis played well, so you can't say he was injured or whatever. Yeah. I mean, dude, anytime Giannis gets on the court, the guy's going to play really well. Right? Like, he's just but he's all that just to at say, that level. Just because of the seeding, he couldn't face Giannis in the finals? Right. What do you think is the more impressive victory for him 
having if he had beating Giannis four one or if they go seven and beat the uh, oh the Nuggets if they go seven and beat the Nuggets one hundred percent you think so oh yeah because you're you're doing it for the title but I feel like because if they were lost in the Western or in the Eastern Conference it would have been like if they would have gotten beaten by the Celtics at all like oh that was great but you didn't win at all mm. you know because it's I mean it is such a massive thing to win a title mm-hmm. I mean and then to run through the Bucks, the Knicks, the Celtics, and they, the Nuggets. It'd be insane. Who do you think's had the tougher path then? Oh, the Heat, 100%. Really? Yeah. Who do the Nuggets play first round? Uh, the Timberwolves, then the Suns, Lakers, yeah. now the Heat. And they, I mean, the Lakers were barely holding it together. Yeah. they. Were, I mean, you could just tell they were like, oh, okay. They were gassed. Yeah, <laughs> they, 100%. They did more than they should have done. Yes. And I mean, and they, I mean, you know, they yeah. went into and, and beat Golden State, which I didn't think they, they had it in them to beat mm-hmm. them. And they did. And they handled it. AD put everybody in the backpack and was like, let's go, guys. Yeah. I'm, I'm bigger than everybody. And just started handling it. Started being a defensive juggernaut. Oh, for sure. For sure. For sure. And then, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it is definitely going to be a big deal in can they beat this Nuggets team. Mm-hmm. It's they're obviously there for a reason. They're there because they're probably the best team in the NBA. Yeah. So I don't we'll know. see, man. I hope he can, just because I don't want Joker to be the face of the league. <laughs> <laughs> he's good. He he's great, but he's he's not fun to just every night, night in. I want that high flyer. Type of LeBron type of player to oh, dude, we're not gonna see another guy like that for like another thirty so. years, bro. This guy came into the league six seven six. No, eight. I mean just like I feel like thirty, just not in terms of just a force as LeBron. Like the style of play, Joker's style of play is I, the it's too Spursian for me to in like a Wimby or something like the excitement of a player like that. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing though. It's like with, when it, that's the part of the thing with basketball though, is when it comes to big guys, like the NBA is obviously transitioned over to doing it where it's a season where it's going to be more big men. Yeah. Um, which you'll see the game slow down a little bit because mm-hmm. not everyone is as, as is smaller and faster, you know, mm-hmm. like everyone's going to put on more weight it's more fun when the the best guys are smaller and faster, though. It can be. I mean, for I don't me, know. Uh, yeah, to I, me, yeah, I'm enjoying it. Um, either which way, I mean, because I know that if whenever you go to a real game, I think we like it. We like it when the guys are smaller because we're like, oh yeah, they must be my height. Oh, they're not. Yeah. I know they're not. I, I know Steph get, is, right. towers over even you. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, was well, a big dude, you know. Yeah. Like so, yeah. I, it's well. I don't know. It, it 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 definitely is getting into a season where you're going to see that slower ball being played, mm-hmm. um, a lot more posts, but still them being able to shoot. So it'll be fun. Like you had the stretch four came out, and now you have the big like like where like your big man can hop out and he can shoot, and then go down and pass and distribute because you're getting a lot of those. Giannis does it, Joker does it the best, and Embiid's good at it. You know, so you know, and then we'll see whatever Wimby can do. Uh, but that's gonna, that's like the way that it's heading, like mm-hmm. the way that it's leaning. So we'll we'll see. 
That's all I can say. So are we transitioning into an era of Definitely. Nuggets absolute dominance then? I don't think so. I don't think about that. But I think I think big man dominance. Like mm-hmm. Giannis is gonna win another one in my opinion. Somehow, some way, sometime. He's I think he would have won one. this year had he not gotten hurt and I think they would have beat the Heat. Could had have, he not yeah. got, gotten hurt. And if they beat easy the Heat, work, they would have ran through Easy everybody. work for everybody else. Yeah. And I don't know. I feel like him and Giannis would have. I think Giannis probably would have got it mm. against MB or against um, uh, Joker. You mean like like they would have beat them? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that would have been such a. I mean let, let's 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 call it what it is. That'd have been such a better matchup. Oh yeah, or like entertainment level, like you know the freak versus the Joker, like that. That just mm-hmm. markets really well. But buckets is there. I'm loving it. I'm and here I, for it. I just he just doesn't have the supporting cast. No, to, he doesn't. So if he wins it. Like it is all yeah. on his back, which is awesome. And he's like, no thanks. I love that one. Like, like, hell, here you want to hold the trophy? And he's like, no thanks. I'll hold the next one. Like, dots. <laughs> that's that mentality that yeah. I want to see. Was it the mind right? Was it the Larry Bird trophy or whatever? Oh, I don't know. Because they, they did the Eastern Conference. Oh, they started naming them. Mm-hmm. It's like that's, the Larry Bird trophy and the Magic Johnson trophy. Cool story, bro. <laughs> yeah. That's why he's different, bro. That's why he's like, yeah. he's got that mentality. So I love it. Hey, so let's let's transition over into our dad talk. Um, so going to kind of preface this one. So we're going to talk about like preparing your kids for what's to come. Uh, my kid, my oldest is at church camp right now. First time he's ever been to church camp like by himself and everything. He's been with me and, and, Domin- and my wife, Dominique, a couple times but we've always been there for him. And it started up a conversation that me and my wife had that I was like, this is a great thing for us to talk about, <laughs> is that the difference between moms and dads. Yeah. And one of the things is that they, she sent me like a picture of him, like, and he's just playing cards, because he had a rough day, he called and wanted to get picked up, and mm-hmm. being a former youth pastor, like, I know how this goes. It's mm-hmm. always always the first day yeah like every single time not when they leave like not that day but like their first full day there something happens where like for him he got bit by some ants mm. and you know it's like i got bit by three ants you know and then like just the pain and then yeah. like and then being in a like having to stay like in a room full of a bunch of other people and he's like this kid kept shouting in the middle of the night victory you know and i've <laughs> and i just <laughs> I just know from being a youth pastor all those crazy things that happen at church camp, mm-hmm. right? Like was she the, wanting to pick him up or something? And no, 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 no. She's like she's still all in. Okay. But like, yeah, no, like we were both because she used to be the one that would make those phone calls. Like the kid would come tell me, and then I would have to, and then I would send her to her, and she would make the phone call with the parent, mm-hmm. you know. And so, um, and so, and then, or if she was busy, then I would of course make that phone call. And mm-hmm. so, always having that that dynamic um whereas yeah so it was always just something fun but it was funny because she started looking at it and she was like oh that's my baby yeah and i look at it and i'm like man up i gotta turn him into a man (laughs) yeah and i think that's one of the things like that happens like as dads is to the to my wife you know, my boys are always going to be her baby. Mm. But I'm looking at it and I'm like, but one day you're going to want a woman like your mom. Mm-hmm. 
And one thing that she definitely that that, that woman doesn't want is a baby. <laughs> <laughs> so like that dynamic man yeah. becomes so different because I'm just giving y'all some more insight into like my my parenting style a little bit. So um, because I do like a bunch of leadership, you know, leadership mm-hmm. podcasts, leadership consulting, and that stuff. Eli's really young for mm-hmm. what grade he's supposed to be in. He's supposed to, he's actually a grade ahead. And so I made him, he did something the other day and uh, that just wasn't acceptable at all in our house. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, like it was just really immature. So I made him start to read a book called The Seven Habits of Highly Effective Teens. And I don't know if you've ever read or heard of the book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective yeah. People. So it's a teenage one, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, I even got a phone call from my mom who this is her first grandson yeah so yeah <laughs> you, don't be abusing my baby you can feel the dynamic yes. of the tension right she's like what are you doing making him read that and i was like hey look here's the thing my dad used to make me read books and then write a book report and <laughs> hand it into him he has to write a book report after five pages <laughs> five pages a day oh man the thing is though is that I have to prepare him for what's coming. Mm-hmm. I would love for it to be fun, easy. We're going to have a great time. Yeah. Everybody's going to like you. You're the coolest person that's ever walked the face of the earth. And everybody else will think that way as well. Except, that's not the reality of things. And right. That's If you cater to that and have him have that mindset, then you're just doing a disservice to him. Mm. Yeah. I mean, and you've, you know, we've all gotten to hang out with him. Like, he's a fun kid mm-hmm. to be around. Yeah, for sure. Like, your kids, your kids love hanging around him. Yeah. And so, um, and but you're always the bad guy in somebody's story. Yeah. Like, there's always going to be somebody that doesn't like you. Absolutely. Absolutely. For, for whatever reason, yeah. whether they want to be a bully or they want to be a jerk or, or you're being a bully and you're being a jerk. Yeah. And, and I, and I think that's the big difference between, one of the big differences is that, you know, um, even though like we're trying to be kind and somewhat nurturing, we also have to be the ones that are like, Hey, when it all comes down to it, everyone looks at the dad or the absence of the father figure and go, ah, that's where the mess up was. That's where it was missed. That's where you're missing something. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause we look at that in incarceration rates, we look at that in um, even the success of uh, of marriages, um, just the the accountability that a male presence in the house, and more specifically the dads, how it brings that comfort and that confidence to your kids, and we don't get to be the nurturers all the time. Yeah, like no one ever says, "Oh, wait till your mom gets home." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I. Wait, no, I want to be the fun one. Like, mm-hmm. why does it got to be like, oh, you know, there have been times where what, like, my kids have done something, or Eli's done something, and, uh, you know, I got called, and it was, okay, oh, well, your dad's showing up. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. <laughs> you know, like, let yeah. it be mom show up. Mm-hmm. Be like, what are you doing? If dad shows up, it's like, what are you doing? Yeah. But, and though we're not trying to be hard on our kids, at the same time, as dads, 
I feel that we are looked at as more responsible, especially when, and I have like the spot with great power comes great responsibility. Yeah. And And I think it's not our responsibility to be their friend. It's our responsibility to instill resilience in them. Yeah. Cause life sucks. Yeah. I mean, it's good, but it definitely has its moments. It's, it's not like it's, it'll challenge you. Yes. And it's your responsibility to handle that and find the joy in it. Yeah. And if you aren't able to be resilient and handle the storms of life, then you're not going to be able to enjoy the joy of life. Absolutely. And one of the things that, that came in the book that, and I noticed that there were things in the book though, that actually really started to, to help him. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoyed it. And I was like, Oh, that's a good way to put that. And one was talking about being proactive, mm-hmm. proactive versus reactive. And, one of the the things that they gave, like the analogies that they gave, which I thought was super cool, is the analogy between Coke and water. Mm-hmm. And they're like, which one are you? Like, water is proactive. There's nothing that you can do to water that will stop it from being water. Mm. It will always move and, and adjust itself. But Coke, if you take a Coke and you shake it up... It's going to do... It's not going to behave how it is intended to behave exactly it's going to be reactive and so and it was talking in that like and this was like a great moment for that too you know with with him as like hey like you can't control other people mm-hmm. you can only control yourself and what other people do you can only control yourself or your actions and your attitude you can't control what other people do or whatever whatever else is happening in the world and and i i want to run back a little bit like life, life doesn't suck life i believe that life is good yeah. but life is tough mm-hmm. i think is is a better one to to say but it it was one of those that in having to prepare him for life is how you said man like it's uncomfortable like it's not the you know, we don't all get to be bandits. Yeah. You know, like, like, oh, hey, it's fun. Okay, yeah. here's a little life lesson. Like, now as he's entering. Life is 24 hours, not seven minutes. <laughs> <laughs> right. Or like this this one little tension of like, yeah. oh, I didn't get along with my sister. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, what happens like whenever you have somebody who's picking on you? Yeah. Or the other things that, that become, really, oh, I really want to be good at this, but I don't want to put in the work or the effort. Oh, that's not fair. Mm-hmm. Oh, what about the Larry Bird trophy? No, I'm joking. But, that, but you know, like, yeah. you know, the, or the participation trophy, which I'm not, I'm not for those, but I'm not against it. Like I could like literally care less. Um, it is one of those. So it's, couldn't care less. Yeah. 100%. I really couldn't care less. Yeah. Like, um, like if you, you get one, cool. If you don't get one, cool. Like, yeah. Um, but in, in life we don't, we don't really get that. And so it's, that it's that that responsibility that I feel that we have as dads to have to prepare our kids for the great things of life, the truth of life, exactly, and the reality of yeah. it as well. It's not the I wouldn't say the harshness, but the like you said, the truth of it. Like, hey, this is how it really is. Yeah, like because you you want to comfort and ease the pain of that your kids are going through. Mm-hmm. But once they're gone, there's not going to be that person to comfort them right. to the harsh things that they go through, the disappointments, the some the coworkers that they don't like, that don't like them. Like mm-hmm. there's not going to be that person in your apartment after that you come home to to 
say, oh, it's okay. Like, you're still great. You're going to get that raise. Like, no, you just have to go out and perform and be resilient. Yeah. And and you're going to have to change yourself or change yeah. jobs. Like, there's just going to be, like, some things that are just going to require change. Yeah. And Growth. Yeah, absolutely. Like, and one of the things I want to instill in him now is that, that reading, you know, like reading is a life hack. Mm-hmm. You know, you can read and learn something because essentially when you go to school, that's what you do. Yeah. In college, it's like, hey, you're going to read a whole bunch. Now I need you to regurgitate this information to see if you really know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. But in life, we can do that same thing and then we can put into practice the same way. I mean, you just went through, you just graduated. So, you know, now let's take what you learned and, um, and you know, how you said you would fill around on Violet's arm, you mm-hmm. know, to see like, oh, like there it is. Okay, there's that muscle. Yeah. There's this that I need to work out or whatever it is or or help fix this. I mean, it reading is that life hack of like, hey, if you don't know something, like, you have the opportunity to learn it. Yeah. To be able to, to change your life, to prepare yourself for the next thing that's going to come. Uh, and in, and I think in, in a world where our feelings are so elevated right now, where everybody's feelings are validated or everyone feels like their feelings are valid and there's that. I think the issue truth. is the people feel the need to have their feelings validated. Yeah. The expectation to have your feelings validated. Right. I think that's what the issue is. The expectation. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel this way. Then you should respect it. Yeah. And it's like, okay. Like, I respect that you feel that way, but that doesn't change the truth in the matter. Yeah. And I think that's one of those of that learning how to navigate that. And even for him, like, oh, I feel this way. Okay. You feel that way, but that doesn't mean it's right. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean that it's true. Yeah. Now, you may feel that way and it be right and it be true and it just be that this is an unfair situation and you can absolutely feel that way but that doesn't mean that we can act out in a negative manner to try and get what we want mm-hmm. we have to figure out how to you know i have to prepare him on hey how do we do this the right way and yeah. the way that actually wins and accomplishes not a way that hurts somebody mm-hmm. or hurts you or your reputation yeah being a dad is tough, bro. It is. But we're here for it. We are. Guys, thank y'all so much for tuning in. God bless.